The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to the Lord. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. The Gospel of the Lord. Good. Uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yeah, this is, um, I don't know what, this is like the toned down version of the feast. Yeah? When, when was I last saying that? Do you guys remember? How many years ago was it that I said, we should really just do the, the feast at midnight with the Spanish community and then no mass at 8 o'clock. When was I last saying that? Do you know? It was probably like six years ago because that was the last time I went to the mass at midnight. You know, it's like, I was like, and I was probably not very happy to wake up in the morning, but, you know, I skipped out on the festivities. I just can't do it in my old age. It's not, it's not happening for me. So this is the toned down version, but at least uh, we get some, some remnant of, of the devotion of, uh, of our Spanish population. It's really, it's really quite fantastic. And, uh, and yeah, what a great feast we celebrate today. I think it was, you know, I think it was Bishop Barron who was uh, commenting, as, as he does um, whenever he talks about this feast, the fact that you know, for some 20 years, Franciscan missionaries uh, were, were working the land, as it were, and uh, really to almost no avail. And then Our Lady of Guadalupe appears, and uh, the entire Mexican people is converted in 10 years. Right, so I now I, I've never heard him say something. He he, he it, it almost feels like a bit of derision, you know. Like, well, I mean, come on, we all know Franciscan missionaries are really no good at their, you know, like what a, they, they could do a bit better, couldn't they? Um, but I think they're probably doing the spade work, you know. And I think that's I think that's an interesting point of reflection for us, because um, we don't we don't know what part of the work we're doing, and and we don't know what um, you know. Ha- how, how God will use the many tools at his disposal for his glory and for the conversion of all peoples. We know that it's, it's going to happen, right? We know that Jesus' return uh, coincides with, with the full and final implementation of God's kingdom. This is when every person is Jesus' person, right? Every person at that point is, is dedicated to the cause of God. And uh, yeah, we know, what the, we know what the end is. We, just, we don't exactly know how we're going to get there, uh, and we don't know what God is doing about it on the way. We don't know whether or not we're in the, you know, the first stage of the thing, or if we're into the middle, or into the latter stages of the, of the thing. Uh, but that's for, that's for God to, to, uh, to determine. Yeah, and it's, and it's ours, no matter whether we're at the beginning, the middle, or the end. The thing that best advanced the plan and purpose of God is faithfulness. Yeah, so it's faithfulness, it's, it's dedication to him. It's, it's living now in anticipation of his coming kingdom, living, so, living under his rule now and living and working so as to advance his rule here and now in anticipation of 
again, that full and final implementation of, of the rule of God. So, yeah, we, do, we don't exactly know, right? We don't know where we are in, in the stages of, of the thing, uh, but we can live faithfully to God. And, of course, uh, what better example do we have than Mary? Yeah, we're, we're, in, the, we're in our kind of, um, I don't know if it's a Marian intermission, in, intermission in, in Advent. You know, there's a, there's a lot of Mary going around these days and and we're we're the better for it you know so we've we've had uh, any number of reflections on that uh, really the first the first mystery of of the rosary right on the the first um uh, joyful mystery and we're we're heading into the second today it's it's a bit of a shame we don't get mary's entire hymn of praise her entire magnificat uh, but certainly you know the beginning says it all my 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 soul proclaims the greatness of the lord my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. This is, this is the point for us. It's, it's, ours, it's for our souls to proclaim the greatness of the Lord, right? Again, it's, it's ours to, to dwell on and in the, the things of heaven. And by that we mean, right, the, um, the very life of, of God himself, God existing as, as three persons, one God, an eternal exchange of glorifying love. We're to, we're to dwell on the mysteries, as it were, of God, and uh, and we're to uh, we're to dwell in His love, and then live out of His love, right? So what we what we encounter in the realm of of heaven, in the realm of the material, we as humans, it's, it's our sacred task to make that flesh, yes. Yeah, so and this is the work of our soul, our soul proclaiming the greatness of the Lord. We're we're we're. Um, drawing on the very life of heaven itself in order to proclaim the greatness of the Lord, in order to make flesh his greatness, his goodness, right? His grace, really charity, his generosity. It's ours to, it's ours to make that flesh in, in that proclamation of, of his goodness that is the proclamation of his goodness. And, uh, and there we have, of course, uh, a, a great partner, uh, our our mother in faith, the mother the mother of all disciples, if we remember, uh, you know, from Jesus's uh, proclamation on the cross, right? He he gives the beloved disciple to Mary. The beloved disciple takes Mary into his home. It, that's that's ours as well, right? It's ours as beloved disciples of Christ Jesus to bring Mary into into our home, right? And to and to follow her in faith. Uh, I I gave a little snippet the other day in, in my blessed calling mary the the warrior queen right i think that when we look at her her hymn of praise she's striking out boldly yeah i think sometimes we think it might be because when we when we pray the rosary we're in a more reflective or contemplative mode um or manner and it, and we think yeah this is this is who mary is she's kind of like sitting around with us you know, thumbing the beads or whatever. And yeah, of course, she wants to strengthen us in terms of our reflection, our devotion, right? And, and our ability to draw on the things of God, which of course is going to only happen through prayer. But she's also striking out boldly. Yeah, how many, how many dangerous journeys does she, does she make at, at the very beginning of our introduction to her in the gospel? You know, it's like she's, she's always going off that way and that way and that way. And there's there's no sense of fear. And if there is fear, then it's sim it's simply overcome by the courage of the act, right? And and that's where she's that's where she's going. And she'll go there, all the way to the cross. Yeah. So we have to keep her bold example in mind. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's it's that it's a boldness with respect to faithfulness, with respect to commitment to 
Christ Jesus and the unfolding plan of God, right? It's, it's boldness, dedication, wholehearted commitment that's going to have us play the part that, that God wants us to play in the, in the conversion of all peoples and the bringing to life of his entire world.